Hey guys, you're listening to Talk Space with Jen and Kui. I'm your girl, Jen. And I'm your girl, Kui. And this is our Safe Space podcast, where we talk about all things life, from professions to family to love and all the things in between. But from our perspective, of course. So grab your favorite drink, have a seat, and let's just chat. Another idea is to set up an account with like Acorns, which is an app that you can download on your phone. And they do like the round up thing. So every time you use a debit card, they will round up to the nearest dollar and that money will automatically go into your Acorns account like at the end of whatever the period is, whether it's a week or the month or something like that. So if you spend $52.39, I don't know why that's the number for this evening, (laughs) but if you spend $52.39, what it will do is that it will round it up to $53 and that 61 cent difference will automatically go into that savings portfolio in Acorns for you. They will also do like a weekly or bi-weekly draft from your account. Now, this is only for people that feel comfortable with their banking information being on another app, but they'll do like an automatic $10 every two weeks gets drafted from your account and it gets put into this Acorns investment account. And there's typically two different types of accounts. They have a investment account and then a later account that kind of sets you up for like to meet your retirement goals. So in this app, you put what your retirement goals are, how much you want to be able to have by the time you retire to live comfortably what age you want to retire at, and they will show you how much you need to aggressively spend or non-aggressively spend if you're good in order to meet that goal. And then you can set how much you want it to draw. I think like the minimum is like $5 or something like that for it to draw out of your account automatically and set it aside for you. And it accrues interest and um, some of it goes towards investments. And it's it's a really good way to rack up savings. Now, I'm going to be devil's devil's advocate for that one because I did Mm -hmm. work in retail banking. If that's something that I would do after you've kind of gotten your spending under control, because let me tell you, if you bank with the big institution that has fees like return item fees, if Acorns come to pull a 61 cent and your account got 51 cent, it's going to return it. So you're looking at potentially getting whatever the return item fee is. Some banks is $35, some banks is $25. So just make sure that that, if you, that is something you're interested in. It is a great thing. I've used it before. Like she said, it is really good and it is very low. Like there's not really like a minimum, like high minimum that you have to be putting in there. And it does help save money fast. But I would just caution you if you're in the beginning phases, let's try to get the the income spending and yada, yada, yada under control first before you have somebody drafting them little pennies out. Cause it may not seem like a lot, but if they come in to get their 60 cent from your roundup and you ain't got it. Right, right, right. So I think that's one of the good things about acorns is if I'm not mistaken, cause I want to say I read it in the, no, the they thing. will, they if will the cause money's an not a, it will, because there's yes. a, there was a statement that I saw that made me believe that it would not, like they would not pull it. Like if they tried to pull it and it wasn't there, they would not pull it. Right. And they, so they're they not going to pull it. They're not going to mm-hmm. pull it. But what I'm saying is, if it's not there and you bank with a Wells Fargo, a Bank of America, I mean, I work for a small bank called. I'm 
uh, or Comerica, like something like that, even smaller banks, they have a return item fee. So Acorn has tried to pull it from their side. It's not available, so they don't have it. But your bank is charging your return item fee because you didn't have that in your account. So that's what I mean. So I done got a lot of curse outs because people mad because they can't get their return item fees back. But it ain't nothing I can do about that because you ain't had that 60 cent in your account. Like, so just kind of be mindful. Acorns might not charge you a fee for it, but your bank, you still could be charging a fee from your bank if it's not there to build. Gotcha. Gotcha. So, yeah, absolutely. Um, Then absolutely keep that in mind. And again, that's something that we would want to do after we have established, right, what our budget is. And after we can say we can stick to this budget on our own, because that round up or that $10, that can be part of your 20% that you're putting towards saving or investing. But again, you've got to have it. Like we said, you've got to have it in the account in order for them to draft it from the account. Because if it's not there, it may end up costing you more. We don't want that because that defeats the purpose. Child, I done been sick for people when they got hit with them. And it's bad because I think with them, they don't do it like a cumulative total. So like instead of it, that was something I always thought maybe would be a better, a better option. Like instead of them pulling, you know what I'm saying? Each transaction you do with your card, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. maybe just let it be daily. And then this was what you were ground up or your key, whatever it's called. Then pulling it for just one day. But like, you would literally get I had a customer who actually got hit because they used their debit card like five times in one day and Acorns was drafting the roundup from each transaction and he didn't have yeah so it it gets crazy just just keep that in mind with it but it is good once you just just trash my little idea no I'm saying it's great but you really I think that (laughs) that should be something that goes after you got your spending under control and you know that 60 cent going to mm-hmm. be there for them to pull me. So. I agree. I concur with that statement. Let's make sure that it's there. And that comes with the discipline, right? The only way that you're going to be comfortable in knowing that it's there, you're not going to be standing in line hoping and wishing that something goes through is with the discipline. So I know we use that figure of $80,000 a year, but realistically, not a lot of people make $80,000 a year. So. Even if it's $45,000 a year, let's make sure that you find a model. And guys, you can check so many different resources. You can literally Google budget planning worksheet. If you're the type of person that needs to physically write something out, Google a a budget planning worksheet, print it out, have someone else print it out for you, spend 10 cents at Staples, get it printed out in black and white, and start working with that. Download a budgeting app. Right? That's free. An ad may pop up every now and then, but the app is free. And input your information as far as your income and output into that app so that you will have an idea and you can begin developing a budget. And then let's stick to that budget. Ooh, another good thing that worked. We had like this family challenge one year. We were trying to save enough to go on this vacation that we all wanted to go on. And everybody had to save a certain amount. And so what we did is every week put in the envelope a certain amount. So let's say the first week of, let's say we're going to start this challenge in February. So the first week in February, we put $20 in that envelope and you put that envelope off to the side and you don't touch it. The next time you get paid or the next week, if you can do it weekly, everybody can't do it weekly. You put more than what you put the last week. So if you put 20 in the first week, the next week, put 25. 
or two weeks later, put 25. And then when you get paid again, put 30. And then when you get paid again, challenge yourself to put 50. Like at some point, make a big jump. But then every week, like if you start now, right, we're in what? We're almost at the end of January, right? So if you started now, you would have like 48 weeks or so. Did your feelings get hurt again? Girl, I was just thinking about we're at the we're at the end of January, girl. I'm due in February. I'm freaking out. Oh freaking Lord. <laughs> so let's say we start February first. You would have forty eight weeks worth of money that you put away in an envelope to save. And the only reason that I say putting cash in the envelope is because as Queen mentioned earlier, right, she brought to light the fact that if you have it in your savings account, like if we transfer over twenty dollars and then $25, but it's in your savings account, you may be more apt to use it to just pull it over to cover an expense versus if you put it in an envelope in cash, again, you have to be disciplined and stick that envelope in like a safe in your house or something. Mm -hmm. And then just leave it there and tell yourself not to touch the cash. But that was a good way to easily save $2,500 a year, $5,500 a year, $10,000 a year, depending on how aggressive you want to be with it. Again, I know these may seem like simple things, but I'm telling you, if you're not disciplined or if you're just starting out on this journey of trying to become financially stable, they are things that I really, really, really think will help or models that I think would help if you at least try to follow them for a little bit. Absolutely. I agree with that. I think that's, that is a really dope way um, of savings. I mean, and it, even now, like they have the, the envelope books. I don't know if you've seen them. Like it's kind of like a trend. Where you actually now for purposes of depending on what your bill situation looks like, most of my stuff I have to pay at ACH. You know what I'm saying? So it has to be drafted mm-hmm. out my account. But if you do have the privilege of having a lot of bills that you can pay with cash, these envelope books really do help because you actually physically take that money out out of your account and you put it in there so it's accounted for. You don't have to worry about it again. So I do think that cash, although it's kind of like a thing of the past, kind of, because like even now people are like, oh, really, you take exact change or whatever. Cash is a really good way to help save money, because especially if you're you are a crazy swiper, because that money is not available in that checking account because you allocated it to whatever in the envelope fund. You ain't got it. You know what I'm saying? So it is great. I do. I do like that. And I even. For me, whenever I get paid, what I've learned to do is that I actually pull $50 in cash out. And that's kind of like my play money, I guess. Oh, um, I like that. Wait, so two, I just have like what? $50. $50 for two weeks? Yeah. Girl, I know your lashes cost more than that. No, no, no. I mean by like my play money because I put my lashes and my nails cost the same amount every month. So that's like, a, I consider that a bill. Of course, I could get rid of it, but it's a bill that I choose because my lashes and my nails are very important to me. (laughs) (laughs) Don't judge me because I factor it in my budgeting. Okay. I was talking about anybody else who want to judge. So I actually factor it in, but like the $50 for me goes anything beyond that. So my lashes and my nails are included in my budget and I do consider them bills because for the most part, they're the same price every month. But the $50 for me is just like, okay, well, I want to go get, I don't know, some food or something or, you know, uh-huh. see this cute top that I want. I'll use the cash. I like that a lot. Just have a little petty cash situation. At, yes. And so that does keep me from, I'm in spending because like that's going to keep me out my bank account. Or off my credit card, because you know, that thing be mm-hmm. on fire some weeks. But it has helped because 
I mean, I've been able to keep the $50 like the last two weeks. I haven't gone anywhere. So the $50 has been in my wallet. So guess what? When your girl put her next 50 in, I'm going to have $100. I'm going to go get something <laughs> cute. Okay. Okay. The excitement is real. Okay. And I got my little baby shower. I'm like, girl, I'll pick out a dress, but I'm going to do a wardrobe change or something. You know what I'm saying? Oh, Lord. Okay. I'm sorry. I got it. I love it, though. I love it. I love it. Because, no, honestly, your excitement is kind of like encouragement to do that. Like, you get excited when that little petty cash gets up to a certain level because, you know, you can go out and get, you can treat yourself. Go ahead and roll it back to self-care. Yes. I love it. I'm going to go get me a little outfit, okay? Mm. Sit down. Sit down well i'm not going nowhere so it's i don't even it would be an outfit that i would wear one time because girl t-shirt right. and sweats that's all i'm wearing these <laughs> days so <laughs> so that's okay that's okay but so, yeah, so that, one that last thing good. go ahead no 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 that's what i was just gonna say so that's a good option too like if you're just trying to keep that that card in the wallet when you go out get you a little pay cash take a little cash out for your wallet let it spin that you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. One last thing that I want to, I guess, kind of circle back to since you already mentioned it is the blessing of cashback. Listen, I don't want to say, let me do this. There are plenty of apps out there. Again, you have to feel comfortable with putting your debit card or banking information on these apps, but there are plenty of apps that grant you cashback for everyday expenses. Dosh, well, it's not eBay's anymore, but it's Rakuten, um, or even cash back on your credit card, right? Now, that doesn't mean go crazy. Don't misunderstand us. Don't go crazy because you have a credit card, because that's how you ruin your debt to income ratio, which drops your credit score, which is another part of financial literacy that we're not going to get into today. But let's say you have a credit card that has a $10,000 limit. Now, as long as those credit card limits don't exceed 30% or your debt doesn't proceed, um, exceed, excuse me, 30% every month, it's not going to affect your credit score too much. But if you don't care about your credit score, that's your business. But anyway, if you pay your bills. And if you don't care ahead. about your credit score, tell me how you live it and how can I do it? Because I care about my credit score, but I want to get to a point where I don't. So what kind of life y'all live in? <laughs> Listen, uh-uh, uh-uh, but you still want to have good credit. You just don't want to care about it. I mean, if I don't care about it, it don't matter whether it's good or not. Just help Listen, me out. we're not trying to have a negative 240. <laughs> no. You're going to be forced to live off-grid because you ain't even going to be able to get a utility bill in your name. It don't matter because with this you can't live off-grid. The way that it is, I'm going to go get me a three-bedroom box right here off the freeway. So we you lie. Even, no, you're not. No, you're not. No, you are not. <gasps> that is a lie if I ever heard one. You're but right, anyway. Girl. These apps do offer cash back for everyday purchases. I think one time, like my brother, mother, and I, we went to like the Adidas store and we spent some money, right? That's what you do when you go to the Adidas store and when you go y'all shopping, you spend me some money. I like Adidas. How come y'all spent some money and I didn't get nothing? Listen, the next time that I have a pass to the employee store, which gives me 50% off anything in the Adidas or Reebok store. We don't go to the Reebok side, though. We just stay on the Adidas side. But anytime, the next time that I get the email, I will let you know 
I will FaceTime you while I'm in the store so that you can see what the options are. Okay. And we will get you something and we'll get the little we'll get the little nugget something too. Let me find out you went in an Adidas store without calling me on FaceTime. I'm pulling up. That's all I know. Okay, go ahead. Anyway, we went shopping this particular day and we spent some money. And as soon as I swiped the card, the total came up. I got my little alert. Ding ding ding. You just got forty-seven dollars in cash back. Right? So in my head, I'm like, oh, I spent this amount, but I got $47 back. And then what these apps do, again, you have to feel comfortable having your banking information on these apps or your credit card information. So for me, I have one particular account that I have linked to these cards. Like I don't, I don't keep the, the for real account. I keep the expenditure account <laughs> linked to these apps. And then it holds it for you in the app until you say deposit into account. So like right now on one app, I think I have like $150 worth of cash back in one app, $150 in another app because I just leave it there. And then if you ever get tight, you just do deposit now, freeze you up just a little bit. That or credit cards. If you have decent credit where you can qualify for a credit card that has really great cash back opportunities and you can consistently pay your bill on time either in full or you can pay the majority of your bill every month. That's another She say majority, she means 30 to 30% because that's where you want to hang out. Because like she said, that's where it does not, your utilization does not affect your credit as much. 30% of whatever your available credit is. That's where you want to pay it to. So you can, you know, before the month is up, before that statement cycle comes, you can, if it's 10,000 on there, you want to spend... 10 bands, do it. But before that <laughs> bill comes, before that statement comes, you better have had faded back down to 30%. Just saying. Right. But you are very true. Like, so I have a credit card that I, that I, I have a few, of course, I have a few cards and some of them, the, again, y'all, I'm all about a deal too. So I, sometimes the cash back don't always be as good as whatever the, you know, maybe reward perks or whatever. So shopping my, I shop my credit cards too. Like, what you got over here for me? Hold on, wait, you got cash back. You know what I'm saying? So absolutely. But yeah, so getting the cash back or getting your rewards points, because sometimes just depending on the card, it may not equivalent to cash back right away, but you may be able to like redeem a certain amount of points. So if you travel, you might be able to get your travel points, which end up being better than whatever your cash back card is giving you because you're traveling more. You know, so it's just different things. It's about shopping to make sure that you are using your card to the best of your abilities. I don't know why, though. I really hate tiered cards. I really hate those. You know what I'm saying? Like cards that give you 4% cash back on this, 3% cash back on this, 2% cash. I hate those. I just like, girl, just give me the whole percent of everything. I use this card to them bitches on fire. You see what I'm saying? But I do, though. <laughs> yes, I said that. I know for me, like one month, like at the beginning of each month, I'll not, let me not say each month because I'm not that diligent. But if I know that I'm going to shop that month for something, I look at each card's cashbacks, but I know which card to use at Mm -hmm. which particular store. And it can be tedious. I'm not going to lie to you guys. It can absolutely be tedious to keep track of these things if you have multiple cards. But again, it's about, you know what it's about? It's about monopolizing the system. Right, you have this credit card that you can use. Use it to your benefit. We talked about that at the very beginning. Using what you have to your full benefit possible. So if you have a card that has, if you know that you buy nothing but Apple products, and you have decent to good to excellent to amazing credit, why do you not have an Apple card? I'm just saying. 
You get like an automatic 5% cash back to the end of January. Man, fuck Apple. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Um, hashtag, we are Team Apple. So, there's that. She's just bitter right now. Don't pay any attention to her. You know what, though? It's The part that pissed me off, it, it's not even that. It's the fact that I own a business. And my business has impacted my personal credit. Learn, be, listen, very important. We will get into this in our next series when we talk about entrepreneurship. Starting my business was a learning curve, okay? I did not know anything. I'm not going to say I didn't know anything, but I didn't understand the importance of business credit. So my business has impacted my personal credit. And it's not because my credit score is not good. I mean, if I wanted to buy a house, I could, no problem. But Apple really be on that bullshit. Talk about my DTI. My DTI is fine, ho. Give me the card. <laughs> Ooh, that woman is All y'all people during the pandemic that was talking about Apple is pretty much giving the card away. Y'all get lying and half of y'all ain't got one in your wallet. That's all I'm saying. Girl, I got mine. First of all, you did not have to rub that shit in my face just now. I hope you I hope you lose your Apple card. But you know what? I don't even use and it. And I hope your Apple pay. Hope your Apple Pay stop working too, so you don't get no benefits that way. <laughs> anyway, y'all can't see it. But the bit of old. Uh... <laughs> I sure did. You lucky. But I see, you know what though? In in my preference, now you gonna maybe go apply for this Apple card because I ain't apply. No, because I need to buy a house and I'm not applying for nothing else. Y'all can eat my butthole, Apple. It's been about a year and a half since I applied for it, but I was disappointed then because I was like, they're giving it away. They're giving it away. Listen, you talked about things in the pandemic. Do you know that since the pandemic, the national, not the national debt, because that's a different figure, but the average amount of debt that people are in in the United States went up astronomically. Yeah. We went from like something hundred trillion to like seventeen point eight billion by I think the fourth quarter of last year. Yeah. And a lot of it was mortgages, That's right? Cool. So congrats to the people that have healthy mortgages. Um however, a lot of it was also credit card debt. Cause y'all stupid. Y'all was sitting at home ordering shit off of Amazon. By the way, Amazon too, cause you know what? Oh Lord! Lord. But we gotta wrap up. We gotta wrap up, cause I love Amazon. Me too, and that's the problem. That's who get all my money. When you look at my leisure spending, Amazon is probably number one, two, and three on that list. Okay, Amazon get all my coin, and I don't even like Amazon. But listen, right now is a very different time for you, so let's take that into consideration as well, because. You're ordering a lot of it baby ain't, stuff. It ain't even baby stuff. Listen, you should have just know. said, you should have just went with it. What's our, what's our, what's our motto? I'm going to speak my truth. It be stuff for me. Shit I don't need. <laughs> Why am I ordering this? I don't even need it. <laughs> be just boys sitting at home and girl, that, look, that the app just giving me the little buy now thing with swipe at the bottom. You should be gold, okay? You just be. Do you need an accountability partner? No. Oh, okay. It, it couldn't be me. I was gonna help you find somebody. It couldn't be me because I'm gonna let you do what you want to no, do. No, because girl, let me, tell you, let me tell y'all. For those of you who do not know or are not currently married, marriage will give you a piece of accountability for your ass. <laughs> baby, we need to get an account. Okay, 
I can hide them packages, but I can't hide what that joint account say. Let's try. Look, we are hour and 20 minutes in. I think we hit a lot of good points, though. Is there anything else that I you do want too. to? I think this was good information. So, guys, really quickly, just to wrap up what we talked about in this episode, we talked about this being a new year, but us being smarter about our finances, smarter about our money, the comings and goings. So, first and foremost, we talked about identifying a couple of things how much you bring in, how much you spend, and what your overall goal is. Whether you set, you know, a financial goal that you want to save a certain amount, that you want to be able to have money to be able to make investments and be able to do real estate or start a business, whatever it is, we need to have a goal. And then we need to be specific and realistic, right, about what those numbers are. We're not factoring in overtime and the income. We're not making believe we don't have this bill when it comes to expenses, okay? And then setting our overall goal. But besides that, we talked about ways to save. We talked about ways to budget following that 50, 30, 20 model where 50% of your net income, right, after taxes goes towards your necessities and your bills, the things that you cannot do without, housing, um, utilities, um, food expenses, gas expenses. If you live in a metropolitan area, transportation expenses, those are things you cannot do without. Your life insurance, <laughs> that's something you should not do without. Everyone should have that, but that's a whole nother conversation. I feel like we didn't even touch on that as much as we should have. Okay, because that's, that. listen, y'all better, listen, these GoFundMes do not fa- do not fund fast enough for y'all to get somebody in the ground, baby. It you takes sure months sometimes to get that GoFundMe money up together. Right. Honey, they be wanting you, especially if you're from, now I know every culture is different, but black people typically, you get about seven days to get your people in the ground. So y'all got to start making sure this life insurance is where it needs to be. I'm just saying. Yes. yes. And so maybe we'll have a consultant on that'll just talk about life insurance at some point. 401ks, life insurance, and how to kind of prepare for that situation. It's not as daunting and as morbid as the conversation as people would like to think that it is or people make it out to be. It's a serious conversation that everybody needs to have with themselves and with other people. Get your parents together if they don't have life insurance, okay? But anyway, let's come back. So the 50-30-20 rule, 50% goes to necessities. 50% goes to necessities and your bills that are going to come out monthly. Yes, that includes the student loan. Yes, that includes the credit card bills. Those are not separate. You need to pay those if you are not deferred for any reason so that it does not mess up your credit. Now, that 30%, that's all the fun stuff that you want to do, right? That's your little spending money. Okay, you can put that aside for travel or you can do the little $50 in an envelope, like we said, and have your petty cash. And then we have that 20% that goes towards your investments or your savings. Okay? And then guys, find the budgeting model, the budgeting worksheet or the savings plan that works best for you. We named a bunch of them today, but find the one that works best for you. Stick with it. This is the beginning of the year. By the end of 2022, We should not be in the same financial situation that we were in at the beginning of the year, and we should not be in a worse financial situation. We need to start now. We always talk about these generational curses in the Black community, blah, blah, blah. Listen, let's break this financial one. It starts with you, and it starts today. Let's break the financial one. There's no reason we should be broke generationally. For what? Because why? If we are capable of making the money, then we are capable of making smart choices to 
sustain and maintain the money and make it work for us just like other people do we can do it too so that's what we're gonna, that's the goal for 2022 to be in a better place at the end of the year than we are at the beginning go ahead because i see it in your spirit go ahead i'm gonna just say this too uh back to the point that i had made earlier if you got to take somebody to the bank that you withdraw your money forget about it just <laughs> keep spending all your money <laughs> No, I'm just kidding, guys. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Listen, and the old way of sticking all the money underneath your mattress, that ain't that ain't it. That ain't it. I know some people don't want to put the money in the bank because it's part of the government, blah, blah, blah. But let me tell you something. If that house go up in flames, your money is going up in flames. We can't have all that money stored underneath Everybody the mattress. Everybody knows if you, it, if you don't want to put it in the system, let me tell you, I'm about to give y'all, I'm about to put y'all on game real quick. Oh, If you okay. don't want to put it. If you don't want to actually put it now, that's dumb because if you're saving this money, put your paper down because you is not writing this down for nothing good because you're going right in an account, probably in an it shall account. Is. So move your, it move, shall your, is. move your pen and pad. But for those who really morning. feel like they don't want to put the, <laughs> if you feel like you don't want to put the money in the actual savings account, and I know like people think that if you're on like um, a fixed income, like you can't save, but you can. But I know that those type of situations do have an instance where you can only save so much money i'm about to give y'all some free game if you do not if you do save money but you do not want it to put it in an actual financial bank go get a safe box at the bank typically you can get a little small one for about 30 dollars a year and at least that way if your house decide to go up in flames honey you still got your little pot to put you know what i'm saying like come on y'all be smart now right the thing about those it is insecure and nobody's gonna have access to it and you can go in there and put it go to a little private room drop your little few dollars over in there but be smart about it maybe i shouldn't have told y'all that because i work in the financial industry but i'm just saying you know, if you're saving money, but you don't want it to be in your actual savings account, that's fine. Some people are weird like that, but go get a safe box, honey. That way, at least it is protected. Uh-huh. I know, shit, but I know. Because if I know that you put your money in your mattress and I come to your house, I'm bringing my razor blade with me and I'm going to give you $20 so I can give you some demo. Okay? Period. I missed out on um, GN's little $300 in the glove box, but I promise you I ain't going to miss out on no money in no mattress, okay? I'm just kidding, y'all. I'm just kidding. Listen, with that said, with that said, <laughs> we are making a budget and sticking to it in this year. For those of us that need to, if you're doing so well that you don't feel like you need to, then that's your business. More power to you. But for those of us that could be doing a little better, we might not be struggling, but we could be doing a little bit better. This is for us. For those of us that are struggling and need to do better right? Dire constraints, survival mode. This is for us. So make your budget, stick to it. And let's end 2022 in a better place financially than we ended 2021. So that in 2023, we can start creating legacies. Generational wealth, period. All right. That's all I got. I don't know if you have anything else. Besides this little No, because I'm excited. Like, I'm excited, you know, even for me personally, like, with having, preparing for a baby, like, you know, and my husband and I trying to really get ourselves, y'all, the housing market is just makes me want to vomit. Okay. But 
preparing to buy a house and all of these different things that we are wanting to hit, we are definitely trying to put ourselves in the best, not just us, but even for our daughter, trying to put her in the best financial situation. I want to be, I want to be able to say my baby got a little money on the side where she could grow. You know what I'm saying? So if you, you gotta, you gotta start somewhere. You know what I'm saying? Our parents gave us the tools to set us up to know what we need to do. Now it's time for us to actually put some shit in place that way we can actually make sure the next generation that comes after us they will be straight. So, I'm and if your parents didn't give you the tools, stop using it as an excuse. We are adults. We can find the tools and we can follow the tools and pass down the tools. I just had to say that. Some people be yeah, holding on to stuff. Yeah, the internet is free. Y'all be on the internet looking at BBLs and like 360. Y'all better start looking at some BBLs. I'm just saying because that's a trend. Everybody wants to be BL and Life on 360, me included. But baby, I'm using Google for more than just that, though. I'm a doctor, <laughs> but I'm using it for more than just that. <laughs> With that, y'all, we gonna control all and delete and log off because this is gonna go on forever. So, we out. Bye, guys. <laughs> You're so damn extra. Hey guys, thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode. Make sure you follow us on all social media platforms at Talkspace Jen and Queen. We'll talk to you guys on the next episode.